legend. His name is known the world around. That name is Ernest Hemingway, but we have Bill O'Reilly with us today. Hello, Bill. How are you? Mandak, I thought you were really going to give your audience a dose of reality. Yeah, 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 you know, but no, 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 no. So I cannot wait to hear your take on what's going on with the media and the impeachment of the Democrats. So go, Bill, go. All right. Okay. And you stop me when uh, you're curious or when you want to challenge, because I I have a lot. All right. Go, 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 go. All right. The good news Mm. this week. Yes. There are two. It's over, like a dental appointment. It's done. We don't have to deal with this. Um, and when wait, I say wait, wait, that... Aren't they calling more after the holidays? I don't think so. I think it's done. Does I think it... you're going to vote for articles of impeachment. And uh, it doesn't matter who they call anymore anyway, because the nets aren't going to take it. I don't know if the cables will take it. Nobody watching. And then you're going to have, on the 9th, the uh, Justice Department coming out with their um, bombshell... About FBI corruption. Okay, hang on, hang on. Before you go on to the bombshell, I just yeah. have to say, please don't say bombshell because everyone has said this uh, has been bombshell. I was mocking it back. Okay, all right, all right, it. all right. Okay. All right, so that's one piece of good news. The other piece of good news came in this morning when uh, all the polls say Americans don't want uh, the president removed. They, they don't buy any of this, and uh, that is across the board, by the way, not just Republicans. So... Um, those are two pieces of good news. The bad news is that the country is being damaged big time. In, a, in a very big way. And, and Americans shouldn't understand this. Most people are working and raising their family. They're not sitting there watching this stuff on uh, TV. But while this is all happening, we have vexing problems here, big problems, that aren't even being addressed and aren't even being looked at. And now you have Thanksgiving, then you have Christmas. I mean, by the time these pinheads in Washington get back, then they're going to, if this trial happens, then it's going to be two or three months of trial. I mean, nothing gets done. Well, beyond that, I mean, they're just, they're giving another blanket uh, budget uh, over this. Oh, I was going to say that back. You're yeah, right. Okay. You're right. right. I mean, record spending on, under Trump, more than Barack Obama. I mean, and, and this, is a, this is something that's going to affect every single one of us yep. if this debt thing goes back into the economy and it crashes. Now, nobody's predicting that in the short term, but certainly the long term. So w- the way I see this is that the Republicans and the Trump administration believe that they won, uh, even though impeachment is damaging to Donald Trump personally. And so now they're saying, all right, we want that trial because in the trial they can call Hunter Biden. They can call the whistleblower. All right. Now, all of that will be litigated. Democrats aren't going to come up, but they can call Adam Schiff. Mm-hmm. They can call all these people into the trial. This is why Donald Trump went on Fox and Friends this morning. He says, yeah, hey, bring it on. I want that trial. Because you can imagine all right, what the Republican senators are going to do to Hunter Biden and what they're going to do to, uh, to Schiff and what they're going to do to the whistleblower. Um, did the blaze out the whistleblower as BillOReilly.com did? Did you Yo, guys do it Yeah, too? we've been doing it for okay, weeks okay. and weeks. Yeah. So if anybody wants to know who the whistleblower is and what his background is, go to the blaze or go to BillOReilly.com because we don't play that game. 
Um, if we believe there's corruption, and I think you're simpatico with me, uh-huh. um, we're not going to say, oh, I'm protecting a corrupt guy. That's not going to happen. And I believe that this was just like the Kavanaugh situation, organized, contrived, uh, and this guy was what they call run, R-U-N. He was run. Okay, so that's where we are. The uh, Trump people, the Republicans, they think they won this. They want the trial now in the Senate to blow up the entire Democratic Party before the election starts. Further questions, Beck? Uh, No, what did you think of... um... Uh, Fiona Hill. Oh, Fiona Hill. I have all her albums. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, yeah, that's Fiona Apple. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah. I love her. I yeah. love Fiona Hill. Oh, she's, okay, she's so great. Fiona Hill is the biggest phony on the planet. Um, uh, she doesn't want to give uh, weapons to Ukraine when uh, Putin is actually seizing their territory. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly and magically, she wants to give them weapons and Trump is holding it up. You know, it's really oh weird. Is she, she wrote that in a, uh, a Washington Post op-ed. Yeah, 2015. Right, yeah. and where she's yeah. saying we can't give weapons to can't, these can't, people. No. Right. Can't do it. Uh, by the All way, right. in case you don't know, she also worked for uh george soros as a project advisory uh person uh open society institute but only for six years 2000 to 2006 can you dispel a rumor for me back yeah all right that you and soros are going to the club med in cancun okay don't say that we have this thing as perfect cover going on i read it on the internet i read it um anyway look um, I just discounted that. I mean, after after the ambassador, the EU ambassador, who I, I believe what he said, mm-hmm. I, I believe uh, what Gordon said, um, but he didn't. There's no perspective to this because, as we discussed last week on your fine program, um, I wrote about this in the United States of Trump, and I talked to the President way before any of the phone call or any of this stuff happened, way before any of this, and he said to me. I'm going to expose the Obama administration for corruption in the 2016 election. And that's what the call to Ukraine was. Do me a favor. Tell me what happened there. If Biden was corrupt, I want to know it. Okay? That's what it's all about. It's what it's all. Right? It's what it's always been it's about. It's always been that. Yeah. It's not about holding up aid. It's about Trump saying to the new president, please help us out. But if you say no, there are going to be foreign policy recriminations. It didn't have anything to do with the election, Trump versus Biden. It has everything to do with Trump's obsession, and that is the word, with crushing Barack Obama and his administration. Yeah, but let's let's look at this. Um, If if. You have Rudy Giuliani as a personal lawyer. They're trying to say, he was running a shadow operation. No, he wasn't. No, he was doing what Trump told him to do. Which was? Giuliani is a mistake. All right? Giuliani is a mistake. He is not the guy that you want representing you in public. Now, in private, maybe he's the most brilliant guy in the world. I don't know. Well, Giuliani used to be very buttoned up. I had Giuliani on uh, the show this this week, and uh, he was his his old self. He was the you know the mayor of New York, the guy that put the the crime yeah. families behind bar. He was very well spoken. He was tempered. 
and and I think he just gets so frustrated by all of the lies and deceptions and and the the dismissiveness of the uh, of of the media when they have no facts. No facts. Okay, He's saying, facts hey, this is what's going on. You don't really matter anymore. And I think Giuli- Giuliani may be indicted, um, you know, for a, a bunch of technical laws that he may have violated by going overseas and doing certain things. They're certainly after him. Um, right, but hang on just a second. If he's going over there, uh, if he's going over there and he is trying to find what really happened uh, with the DNC during the election, doesn't the president have a right to have his Certainly attorney over there? And that'll be the defense. Right. But we don't know what the strong arm tactics were. We don't know what happened and what was said. And I think Giuliani representing Donald Trump is a mistake. And I've said that for many, many, uh, not years, but months. Yeah. I just don't think he's the right guy. You need uh, a, a more uh, deliberate guy yeah, I agree. Than, than him. I okay. agree. I agree. I agree. Now, there is a huge story, and, and I know you have to take a break and all that, but I want to get to the Democrat debate, and the fix was in, Beck. The fix was in, and I'm the only one who broke this story. I have the story. I want to tell you and your audience about it, and it has to do with with Donald Trump somewhat, but it it centers around Joe Biden. Okay, we're going to give that in just a second. We're going to break for one minute, then back with Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, tell me about the the setup. I I mean, nobody— nobody watched the debate we were so uh, we we were on to so many other things that were of so much more importance yesterday and it was the first time in my career that i felt you know what we don't even have to mention that nobody's watching this correct um it's boring and most people don't understand what the crime is or the misdemeanor No, no 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 i mean the debate Oh, you're talking about, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the debate. debate. All right, now, on uh, the debate was uh, Wednesday, right? Yep. Okay. On Tuesday, I told all the legions who uh, watch me on BillOReilly.com, the fix is in. And here's the fix. So Biden is taking it on the chin over Ukraine, correct? Mm -hmm. We all correct? Yes. Okay. Big scandal story. His son got millions of dollars from this corrupt government. Uh, he went over there as vice president, threatened Ukraine, um, and they dropped any kind of investigation into his son's company. That's huge. That's a big story. Everybody can understand the story. All right, so there come, here comes Biden in the middle of the impeachment week, trotting out uh, on the stage in Atlanta, Georgia. And you got four moderators, all Democrats, three NBC people, uh, and one Washington Post person, all women. Now, I knew none of those women were going to ask Joe Biden anything about Hunter Biden. All right. Now, were they instructed not to ask Biden? I don't know. But I assume the topic had to come up in their debate prep. Wouldn't you assume that, Beck? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. How do we handle this? OK, so none of them. Again, this is the Washington Post and NBC News. Ask. However, Biden remains the front runner. You would think that the people who want to beat him on the stage, the Democratic candidates, would just take him to the cleaners over this. Would mm-hmm. you not? 
Would you not? Yes, unless you believe that the Democratic Party holds a stranglehold on anyone on that stage. Aha! 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 Okay. What are we all hawing? So, word went out to all the candidates, um, let's stay away from this. So then the logical question is, well, what if one of them said, no, I don't think so. I, I'm an honest person, and I want to ask him because I don't think this is right. I, I don't think what he did was right, and it wasn't. Nobody can justify what he did, even though he tries. Um, but if you do that, you will never be nominated by the Democratic Party for anything. You will not get support, logistics, finances. You will be a pariah. Now, people need to understand how these political parties work. They have a high-class donor list, people who donate millions of dollars to them. It's all centered around the Republican Democratic National Committees, which are based in Washington. They put up the conventions. They put up all of the stuff. They collect the money. So you can give unlimited money to political parties. You can't to political candidates. There's a cap. So every Democrat on that stage knew if they defied the will of the Democratic Party and asked Biden about Ukraine, embarrassing him, they're out. That's why it didn't happen. And the American people should know that. The media will not report it, as I just did, all right? But they should know it because this is part of the corrupt political system that we have in America. Tell me what your thoughts are on Tulsi Gabbard and, and how they're treating love her. her. Love her. I love Tulsi. Um, I don't agree with anything Tulsi says, I except agree. the surf is good in Hawaii. I do agree with that. All right? uh, and America is a good country. Okay. But Tulsi is one of these um, kind of outliers, as Malcolm uh, Gladwell once wrote. And she floats. And she says to herself, you know, I'm never going to be elected president, and I'm never going to be elected senator. I'm always going to be a congressperson. I'm not making any money, but now I can run for president and get a book contract and get famous. So she does. Now, she despises the Democratic infrastructure. You can just tell. Oh, yeah. She hates them. Mm -hmm. All right, which is why she would have been the one to go after Biden. But even Tulsi said, you know, it's not worth it. Um, well, they turned but, on her in the debate and called her but, a Russian course. operative again. Well, that was Not that Biden. was a really that was one of the few interesting parts of that unbelievably boring debate, because um, Harris, Kamala Harris, is she unlikable or is, is it me or is she just really unlikable? Democratic voters seem to agree with you, Bill. Yeah. No, but how about you guys? I thought she was likable at first. I don't think she's likable. She's very. F- I mean, yeah. the way she went after Gabbard, with no facts to back it up, um, Gabbard's entitled to her opinion. If she feels that something's wrong in either party, she's entitled to go and say it. Yes. That's what we want, honest politicians. And for Harris to get up there and smash her for not being a team player to actually criticize the Democratic Party and then associate her with Russia, whatever crazy thing, without any facts. This is the same woman who denied uh, Kavanaugh due process. This is the same woman who, every time there's a controversy against someone she doesn't like, convicts that person without knowing anything about it. Correct. 
All right. She is a dangerous person. And I just think I was watching her going, I don't even care what Tulsi did. I like her better than you a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you trace this back to the bill, this goes back to the first Kamala versus Biden thing where Kamala had that big moment. She went up to 14, 15 percent, came into that next debate with a chance to really like become a front runner. And Tulsi took her out in that debate. And ever since then, they have been completely like okay. at each other's throats. And Kamala seems to still want to come back at Tulsi. And 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 Stu and I have been talking for a while about if it's Biden, was Tulsi doing the work for was. Joe Biden to be able to take the enemies uh, Joe Biden out? She's just angling for a VP role or Secretary of Defense. I think she wants Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Well, none of that's going to happen. All right, none of it. Um, I can tell you that the, the Biden um, has got to, if he gets the nomination, he's not really in control. This is what I want to get everybody, you know. Trump runs his own operation for good or for bad. All right, nobody is telling Trump what to do <laughs> that's, uh, or that's, who not to fire. That's or who crystal to, clear. Nobody. And by the way, I'm interviewing Donald Trump uh, Monday morning. Mm. for all of our affiliates on the O'Reilly Update radio, first radio interview he's ever done to mm. this extent. Mm. Um, but anyway, the uh, Biden is going to do what he's told by the DNC, um, and he'll put a minority on the ticket with him, but it's going to be somebody who can't upstage Joe Biden. All right, it, so... It's not going to be a Sarah Palin like like McCain made that gamble at. I really I'm so boring. I need a, a somebody who's flamboyant. <laughs> Biden's not going to do that. He's going to do what he's told to do. And who do you think it'll be if he gets the nomination? George Soros. Wow, wow. there it is. You wow. heard it here first. Second and are you are you for that or against that? Uh, Anti-Semite, you didn't have the answer right away. My gosh, look at the anti-Semitism there. Thanks, Bill. Bill O'Reilly, we'll continue with him here in uh, one minute. Uh, Stand by. I want to go back to the impeachment with Mr. Bill O'Reilly since it's a Friday. Bill, um, what do you think the the real ramification in the end, by the time we make it to the election, what is going to be the consequence to either side for what we're going through right now and what we're about to go through in the Senate? Very little. I think people, um, the Senate dog and pony show uh, might blow up a little bit, um, but this time next year uh, we'll have a new president, and I don't think impeachment is going to be one of the factors about people casting their ballot. What will be is the Justice Department's uh, massive criminal investigation into alleged illegal activity in the 2016 election. Now, that will come out probably in May or June, before the conventions. That is going to be enormous. Now, will that include the charges uh, on Ukraine? Yeah, it could. Okay. It could, certainly, because 
<clears throat> Attorney General Barr, as you may have noticed, went to Italy um, about a month ago with the top investigator, John Durham. Now, they weren't going um, you know, to see the uh, Colosseum in Rome. They were going to interview people at a very, very high level. So that shows you that this is an international investigation. Um, and it has to be, because money was flowing all over the place from uh, Europe, Eastern Europe, into various uh, places in the USA to influence the election. So it's a comprehensive investigation. You know, I don't want to speculate about it because I don't know anything about it. Right. But it starts December 9th, a week from Monday. All right. So tell when- me about that, because this is the this is the report from uh, the inspector from general, Horowitz. Michael Horowitz, that has right. been we've been waiting for this and it's been forever. rumored to come forever. Right. So Horowitz is a bureaucrat who whose main um, um, goal in life is CYA. Remember the village people song CYA? No, that was no, that was YMCA. Oh, 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 all right. Yeah, they didn't so really that cover that. Doesn't their change ass, my but. point. Um, Horowitz is CYA. All right. That's how he survived <laughs> all these decades in the federal government. Uh-huh. So you, you're not going to get a bomb thrower here. What you will get though is a headline. And we already have a leak, and it's a felony to leak anything that Horowitz has, because he, he's, he's got top secret on his, uh, on his report. But we already have a leak to CNN, so I've got to be careful here. Um, and that says that an FBI agent falsified um, data on a FISA warrant. That's a big-time felony. And that FISA warrant was used to get surveillance on Carter Page of the, Obama, of the uh, Trump campaign. So that looks like the headline. Now, whoever the FBI agent is is going to be named, and he's going to be arrested. And then he'll flip, all right, because he has to, unless he wants to spend 25 years in federal prison. And once he flips and starts telling Durham, hey, this is who ordered me to do it, this is who knew about it, Um, this was his plan to subvert the Trump campaign to get him out of there, then all the dominoes fall. That's how it's done. So I've never seen anything in my lifetime, Bill, this unfair uh, as as this impeachment hearing has been. It's, Excellent point. It is. I've, I've never seen but anything. It's a bigger point than this. It's a bigger point than the impeachment hearing. So what as your audience heard me say in the first half hour, the fix was in on Joe Biden. That's a very important story, a very big story that you'll never see reported. Here's the second big story on the Glenn Beck program today. This whole thing wasn't driven by Nancy Pelosi or even Adam Schiff. It was driven by the New York Times, Washington Post, NBC News, and CNN, Mm -hmm. who from the very beginning, as you read extensively in the United States of Trump, all right, said, we're going to get this guy. Just like they said, we're going to get Glenn Beck. Just like they said, we're going to get Bill O'Reilly. We're going to get this guy, Trump, and we're going to use all of our power to get him. And we're never going to give him a break, and we're never going to report honestly on him, and we're never going to tell the American people the truth about if he does anything good, ever. We're going to get him out and show everyone that the real power in the United States is the media. Okay. They then, that was the Mueller report. It was hysterical, the bombshell. It's a Russian collusion. Trump's a Russian agent. Now, up, oh, didn't work. Okay, now impeachment. Oh, this is Ukraine. 
Now, when you have multi-billion dollar corporations aligned against the sitting president of the United States, which is the case here, Disney ABC, Comcast NBC, all right, CBS, CNN, AT&T, when you have all of that power and money aligned against a president, a president who can't keep his mouth shut or his thumb off the tweet, when you have that situation, you're going to have chaos and corruption every single day. And that is what we are seeing. Bill, does the media pay a high price in the end for this? Yes. Another very astute question, Beck. Well, I don't know what's what the matter with you today. I know. All right. I'm actually a yes. AI that if... CNN is a good example, and the New York Times is second. CNN's ratings, no matter what they do, are horrible. I see the ratings every day. So if they lucky if they get a million people watching their primetime programming, all right? Even this will, week. Even this week. And MSNBC's debate was a disaster. Six million people watched it. Ridiculous. Okay. They're never coming back. So even if Trump loses and is the Democratic president, everyone will know that CNN and MSNBC are not honest organizations. Fox News has gotten hurt because Fox News now sends mixed messages. Mm -hmm. And the reason they send it is because Donald Trump attacked some of the Fox News people personally, and when you do that, human beings attack back. So that Fox News is not is is directionless. Directionless is the best word. The New York Times and the Washington Post. It's absurd. I mean, what conservative or traditional America American would ever read that paper and believe anything in it? Who who would do that? So all of this media, they can't come back from this. And it's balkanized, and now people are just saying, you know, I don't care anymore about it. We can't believe it. I'll watch a little local news, get the weather, and then I'll go on the net and go into places that, you know, like the Blaze or BillOReilly.com that I trust. And that's it. Good night. And that's what's happening. All right. I want to give you a very controversial uh, question. You don't have to answer it if you if you don't want to. But today, I ordered my Tesla Cybertruck. Have you seen it? And what's your opinion of it? I like the concept of the uh, plug-in electric vehicles. Yeah. I like that concept. Have you seen the Cybertruck yet? I I haven't seen the truck. I have a toy Tesla Cybertruck that I play with. (laughs) I push it around on a carpet. It is one of the, um, it is one of the ugliest trucks I've ever seen in my why, life. Why then did you order it? Then? Because it's one of the ugliest trucks I've ever seen. I think All this right. thing is so so futuristic, cutting edge. I mean, I'm a guy who bought a DeLorean, uh, and uh, and you know, you just put, it's one of these things that you just could put up on a shelf, and you'd be like, look at that thing. Look at did that. Do you have it? Did they deliver it? No, no, no. They don't. Uh, they're not delivered until I believe. 2021, 2022. Oh, yeah. gun rack in the back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, okay, it, it, it looks right. like it came right out of Blade Runner. I mean, it looks uh-huh. like a movie, futuristic, dystopian kind of truck. It's very, very odd-looking and very polarizing. Um, very exciting, Beck. You know, know, it really is uh, uh, that you have that truck. Can I have a ride when I go out and see you? Uh, if you have another truck, sure. 
Not with no, me. No, no, I want to no ride room. with you in your truck. No room unless you want to sit in the back with my dog. No room. <laughs> yeah. You just sit I'll sit in, the, in uh, what do they call it, the cargo hole with the dogs in the back, the flatbed, right? Cargo hold. That's usually what they call the back of the uh, of the. Yeah, I'll sit there with, the do- with your dogs. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, and, and people, this is what people don't know. Beck has electric dogs. I do. Plug them I in do. in a bar. I do. And they go for 500 miles, which is great. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Bill. God bless. Uh, BillOReilly.com. That's BillOReilly.com is where you can uh, get his book, listen to his podcast, uh, and follow Bill. BillOReilly.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So glad you're listening. It is Friday. What is this thing uh, behind you there? Oh, this? Yeah, oh, it's just right, it's directly a, behind you. It's just a little something I you know, I like to have around me, especially on days after I was trending as the world's most evil anti-Semite. Oh, yeah. really? Is it just like your super duper I'm an anti-Semite award? Uh, is no, that what it is? No, actually, it is uh, the... Hmm. Um, the is it Dr. The, uh, Miriam the and Sheldon Adelson Defender of Israel Award oh. is uh, presented to me by um, Benjamin Netanyahu and uh, now, the the, Netanyahu hmm? and the Adelsons, they're both uh, anti-Semites too? Or how does that work? No. No? no it was strange. Okay. Uh, no. Hey, you know who doesn't have one of these? Who's that? Hitler. No. He, didn't, he didn't have really? one. Really? No, doesn't so have one of these. So you're better than Hitler. <laughs> well, <laughs> well yeah. Job. You know who else doesn't have one? Who? Barack Obama. Oh. You know who else doesn't have one? Anyone at Media Matters? Yeah, George Soros mm-hmm. and everybody mm-hmm. at Media Matters. Mm. They don't have this. They yeah. don't have this. If, is that because they constantly are attacking Israel? Could that be potentially um, the reason? It could be. Mm. Uh, if I may, could I read the Sure. I, read I, the I can't quite read it from over here. Yeah, it says, uh, we applaud your courageous advocacy for Israel and the Jewish people. I mean, you're bad at a lot of things, but you're anti-Semitism. Yeah, you're terrible really at it. Bad. I was trending yesterday, uh, you know, as an anti-Semite. Did you know? That? So you said yeah. it was the, uh, the defending of the Jewish people. Yeah, no, no, no. For my, for the hmm. d- for my defense, defense of the hmm. Jewish people and Israel, hmm. um, your passion and your words and your actions—I can barely read it from here—promote uh, the truth. Of the Arab versus uh, the uh, Arab world versus Israel, and the dangers the Jews and others face today. Huh? You are a moral giant who inspires us all, and an anti-Semite. So, yeah. Is that what the last part says? I can't... no. The last part says mm. Zionist uh, Zionist uh, uh, organization of America. That that was the uh, hmm. that's where it was presented for the Zionists um, of America yeah. and. It's weird because there's no real anti-Semites in the in the Zionist uh, organization of America. Yeah. You know, in fact, those are the ones that people like George Soros and his allies always say are trying to control everything Mm. in Washington. Right. Because a lot of anti-Semites seem to be critical of Zionism and uh, shroud their anti-Semitism in criticism of uh, Zionist organizations. Yeah. Um, Yet you're getting an award from a Zionist organization, which I've never seen an anti-Semite who's pro-Zionist. Right. That's a really weird combo. You know who didn't get one of these? Who's that? Stalin. He didn't have one. Hmm. He didn't have one. You know... Uh, another uh, kind of uh, inter- Richard Spencer never even been nominated. You know how they say, "Oh, it's an honor just to be nominated." Right? Not even, not even nominated. Wow, yeah. that's, that's so weird. And yeah. all the people who are criticizing you over your supposed anti-Semitism, none of them have been nominated for this either. Yeah, and it is an honor just to be nominated. They didn't get that honor. Isn't that weird? You know, 
It's highly um, irregular. Yeah, um, George, you, George Soros is after us again and after us hard because we're on you, George. I'm back. And uh, I just, George, I tell you what, let's you and I meet each other at Ben-Gurion Airport in Israel. And let's just both of us walk down the street. Just the two of us. You walk down one side of the street. I'll walk down the other <laughs> side of the street in Israel. And let's see. Which one has the real nice reaction from Jews? We'll do a high five count. See who we wins will. it. <laughs> Which one gets it? Let's do that. Come on, George. You're listening yeah. to Glenn Beck.